0: Hello and welcome to Get Schooled with Marcella Alonzo. Today I have the entertainment lawyer Angelico Diamante. Hope I said that correctly. Um such a beautiful name. Yes, you and did. And you are also the owner of a wonderful uh, place that I have actually worked at. It's called The Experience, um, which is a lap dance private party place. And welcome to Get Schooled podcast. Please introduce yourself um, to my audience. Let them know who you are, uh, about who you are, and sharing about your establishment.
1: Well, uh, thank you for that. uh, Welcome, everybody. My name is Angelico Diamante, yes, and um, so I do entertainment law with a, which is a specialty, and as a subspecialty of a specialty, I also do adult law, representing people in the adult field, um, which had spawned uh, an idea to create a lap dance party, which is called experience at experienceparty.com, where you had worked, and, you know, we had a lot of fun, so we help people who are having fun in life and that's see everything that we do to uh, be um, prosperous in a safe way um, both in law and in an entertainment live way at the party. Mm,
0: great. So you've been in law what made you choose entertainment law and um, what brought you first to uh, when you became a lawyer to that field?
1: Well, I was as a child. And uh, so, you know, we all kind of get programmed in a sense. And so, you know, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing it depends on what we do with it or if we wake up from that programming. For me, it was a good directive. So uh, it did set me in a journey, uh, on a journey that um, was, was um, a good place for me to be. Where some people, sometimes it's not a good place. So um, we gotta watch that. Uh, that being said, um, so I was um, sort of drumming when I was a little very little boy, and um, so being a musician, um, uh, and everybody kept saying, "Well, you know, he's going to be a lawyer, and little Angelica's going to be a lawyer." So I uh, said, "Um, well, as so I was going along, so was making decisions about it, and I was looking at lawyers, I this' is like a lot of fun to me,' <laughs> being uh. A fun person, uh, no ego intent about that. Um, I uh, forgot the entertainment law field at some point in high school and I said, Wow, that looks really cool, presenting talent of various types, of actors, and actresses, and models, and uh, bands, and so on and so forth. So, um, uh, so yeah, I went to law school and I specialized as much as I could in studying that and came out and uh, just loved the field, um, because it's not uh, nothing against lawyers and everybody can do as, which of course uh law people see television shows and they think that it's mostly uh trials and all this kind of glamour and drama and whatever no it's not it's uh, mostly paperwork mm-hmm. <laughs> so if one liked to do paperwork in school by all means become a lawyer and you'll do paperwork until you retire um so it's a lot of paperwork it's never-ending however payment law is uh, sure just paperwork involved with trademark and trademarks and copyright and uh the emca and the 2257 that, 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 that whole stuff. so however um down the paperwork uh there's a lot of um choosing with our cool people uh free spirits um creative souls which i um much more sure akin to, and I find it to be uh, I'm sure a much more loosey-goosey part of the law field, the whole field.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, how did you get into the adult aspect of it, um, with adult entertainment? How did you get into that?
1: Well, I want to put a, uh, let's call it a disclaimer, like okay. out, out, that I am not in any way um, stepping on anybody's political toes, whatever anyone believes politically and or otherwise is absolutely fine. So right. in no way am I being pedantic or didactic or otherwise. Uh, so that being said, um, I'm just going to give my take on things, um, okay. which is what we all should do. Mm-hmm. So if there was a religion and or spirituality and or a legal field and or political let's call it ideology i'm not too into ideology so it's just a uh mine would be freedom so <clears throat> my question to most people would be um if we get into any sort of um i would only do a polite debate if the debate goes negative i just i just stop immediately besides don't deal with negativity. um so but um I, I find most people if they're spoken to spoken with i should say, not spoken to <laughs> spoken with um the um be a, a more proficient way that they um that they don't go negative. Um, I can't remember anybody really being negative. Mm-hmm. It's how we really speak people for the most part. I mean of course for people who just you know unfortunately have issues and um yeah. they got there can be open conversations. But but that being said, so um when um when we're dealing with adult law, um we're dealing with mm, a lot of facets of human life, which is about freedom. Um, So just for instance, um, we go into the realm of prostitution. So it is a loaded world, right? A lot of connotations. Uh, There's a whole world to uh, we've all seen in the media um, that, uh, of course, the adult world is uh, full of uh, horrible people, uh, you know, pimps, uh, you know, that word, um, so human sex trafficking, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and, you know, sure, this is uh, um, a part of the world and a part of that being part of the world and being in the adult uh, world and adult, adult uh, realm in general. Sure, there's going to be uh, a piece of that there as well. However, it is um, not rife with uh, these negative parts. It is, um, there's, um, in, in the uh, over a decade I've been in this business, business, I've never met one female who ever said to me, I am here, was here, got in here through co- coercion. Not one. Um, yeah. I've spoken with many people been in business for 20, 30, 40 years, and none of them have encountered any of this. Now, let be clear. I am not saying that this has not happened. I am not saying that this is an okay thing, obviously, it's an abomination and would be a um, beyond words, saying that it, it is not an abomination, of course it is. Um, I'm saying that it is not uh, the uh, mainstay of the business. The mainstay of the business are people who are choosing freedom, who are choosing to be free, who are choosing to live freely. And that is a fact. So the public is being lied to. Why? We could go there, but I'm just going to move the soliloquy and then pass it back to you. Yeah, Um, I I agree
0: 100% what you're saying, because in my experience, and I've shared this with you before, since I've been in the business since 1995, I have never known anybody that has not wanted to be in sex work like, and not been in that situation that they have yeah. been human traffic. They have all, everybody yeah. I have yeah. personally yeah. encountered, same thing. I've never known anybody that was coerced and forced to do acts they didn't want to do.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, um, I'm i just, I'm not making any pronouncements. So I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm playing yeah. with um, heading for higher office, uh, maybe. And, uh, you know that. That being said, uh, part one of the main reasons of that is anyone going to higher office for their own power and prestige and money and fame and all that. really should just do something else. Go get go, go a real job,
0: right?
1: And uh, do something else. the like run a bed and breakfast or something. something. Um, and I can say it to a lot of doctors and other people, no offense to them, but offense to them too. <laughs> so, but uh, so really, uh, what we have is um, um, uh, political. Motive behind a lot of reasons that there's negativity brought to people having freedom, and and the question that I was before mentioned question that I uh, uh, mentioned earlier was that, I mean, when is there too much freedom? Exactly when is there too much freedom? Question mark, and it does stop people usually in their tracks, and hmm, you know, exactly when is there too much freedom? Exactly how much mommy daddy government do we want? Now is that a political statement of left and right? No, and people may hear that that will say anti government. I'm on the right, no, or it may take it as I'm somehow speaking more for the left on more freedom. No, it's not left the right thing. It is a statement of when are you too free? We just go to sidebar. Um, if you and I right now want to meet up and go to the beach, can we go to the beach generally? Yes or no? What would be the answer to that question?
0: yeah it
1: would be up to each one's decision yes that was that's beautiful what you just said yeah Mm -hmm. so it starts with you and i however we're going with but let's certainly put that in as well so first have to start with the individual choice of whether or not we separately then uh together want to go to a beach the uh we're heading with it though let's add another element uh, that would be one element. Another element would be that generally, no, unless we own the home that had uh, legal beach access, we cannot go to the beach because the government has shut down beaches at night. Now, mm. folks, <laughs> just stop for a second and just let that please, just stop for a moment and just let it hit you. We cannot go to the beach at night. Now, besides the mm, I'm going to use horrific, and I do think it's not hyperbole, it's it's true, um, that we can't go to the beach at night. When did the government take all the, the beaches? And they may use excuses such as, well, the dunes are being protected and blah, 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 blah. There is always, always a price for freedom. Um, we like to drive our own cars, and uh, every day people get injured and but some very seriously we're talking you know para- quadriplegic paraplegic uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh comatose uh, and of course even, every day people die in cars so should we all stop driving cars um the obvious answer to me is no um so when a mantras are said long enough i am going to say mantras play with uh, the It's said long enough we start believing them so that Mm -hmm. we need control as in the government need to control the beaches. I'd like to remind people that we in the United States are supposed to own the government, not the other way around. They're not supposed to own us. We are supposed to control the government, not the other way around. How many of us feel as if we control the government? I'm going to really question anybody saying yes to that one. And I'm gonna double down question exactly how many of us um that we own the government um that's not how I feel when I'm engaging them so um I think it's time for us all to look back and say um as as a collective um uh, just how free are we and how much more freedom do we want? And if we don't stand up for our freedom, we're not going to get more freedom. We're not going to give it up willingly. They're not going to give it up because they have to. And whoever's not saying that, better go put another pot of coffee on and sit down because we, we have to talk a little bit.
0: Yes. You there? I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I that, that was
1: to. a stop as in, you know, my, my soliloquy was over that, but that was the one.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I first met you at, um, <clears throat> the experience and, uh, I think your booth was at Exotica. Um, mm-hmm. I saw you had a, pr- um, I think it who was it that it, it was one of the bouncers who I met who was very, very nice. And they told me about your establishment. I'm a former stripper. And that is where mm-hmm. I first met you. And um, you have a wonderful establishment. You're doing every Thursday nights. And there was a part of me that missed stripping. And uh, I I had, there's been so much BS with the clubs because of COVID and everything. But it was very refreshing as an adult entertainment to go to your place that you currently have. Um mm-hmm. The experience, and um, I was very. No, it's,
1: called, it's called experience, not the. Experience. Oh, That's experience. Okay.
0: Okay. I was very very impressed with it. It was a lap dancing place. Uh, it was run every Thursday. Very clean. The girls are just absolute... the the sweetest nicest girls working over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very very sweet girls. Like each every. In fact, I didn't run into one problem. Um, so the, it it was very, very nice, you know, all different types of girls too. You have a variety of girls, which is nice because a lot of clubs are funny. I actually met somebody from a different club that told me, oh, you could never work at this club because of, uh your ethnicity, you know what I mean and uh, I thought that yeah, was weird yeah, but yeah, but you are very yeah. open and um I have to say it was very similar to the club and you know who Joe Redner is by the way and he's all about freedom as well very similar Of course. Ex- yes. experience to me working at Mons <clears throat> Venus um where yeah. it was open and and um you're very you know upfront no games bouncers are very behaved um yep you know what I mean? Cause I've shared, I've shared with you before, some of my personal experience at working at some of the corporate clubs that I did not enjoy. Um, yeah. tell us about this venue, how you came about, um, with it. And, and I have to say as a female that has worked for you, um, I highly recommend it to work. Um, I highly recommend your spot and I recommend it for um, gentlemen too to check out. Um, I was very impressed. So um, please share um, with us a little bit more about your spot. Um, I know you were at Exotica and uh, how Mm -hmm. you came about this um, lap dance experience. Uh, I want to say mini strip club, but it's similar to that, you know, for me
1: strip club, strip on steroids. Yes, 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 strip club on steroids. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: yes. Yeah. Club on steroids. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, we call it experience because we are giving a healing, uh, beautiful experience to people as much as we possibly can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I give this party, not because I have to, and it doesn't mean any sort of lofty, uh, hoardy thing. It's not, uh, I give it because I'm paying it for, it. um, so oh, that um, beautiful uh, young yeah, yeah, ladies like yourself can um, have the experience of uh, making money at the same time uh, while living in alternative lifestyle, which again is a freedom choice. And gentlemen um, can come and have the time of their life. Uh, we, do, um, we do our best to give um, people a chance to express themselves in uh, joy of life uh communing communing and um uh, people connect connecting emotionally connecting uh with verbal contact uh, um, um music of course which is our healing for all of us i'm using that word healing with the sense it's a healing mission uh, we need human contact uh, we need to communicate with others we need to um uh, run concurrently, concomitantly, uh, concordantly with others' energies and, and make that part of our sense of self, where otherwise there's a lot of depression and anxiety and you know, other things like happening in this world because we're feeling so separate these days, particularly after COVID, which was a tsunami, right? Um, and it just kind of caused a more separate uh, consciousness and, and, and literal living. Um, so we give gentlemen, um, the opportunity to, um, just enjoy themselves and, 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 uh, de-stress and, and, uh, chillax and, and all that. Um, and, uh, the, the whole atmosphere is built around respect and also respect of people's uh, varying sexualities, um, because, um, sexuality is an individual thing and I'm not getting into that whole um political thing these days about right. you know gender this and gender that I'm going to leave that for other people I'm not going to get involved in that and that doesn't mean I'm saying it one way or other anything about it right right right
0: <laughs> uh, yeah
1: yeah so let's say for instance um you know John comes in with a fetish is he welcome in of course uh, is he welcome to um, uh, enjoy his fetish and express it in, in a way that it's, there's no shame and blame, of course, or uh, it's uh, Bob Johnson who comes in and he's, let's call it more, quote, unquote, vanilla, which doesn't mean anything uh, negative, of course, um, not to neither of them. Um, uh, can he express that? Uh, yes and um, both of them um, should have the right uh, to do this. And that's what we do. We give them the right to do that. As far as exotica, yeah, um, we're doing a, a to exotica, sure. Um, so um, I'll be speaking at uh, all the exoticas and, and all the economic conventions in the country. So if you want to come and see me, just come to the convention, pretty much I'll be there. I'm now becoming the adult law speaker at most of these conventions. Uh, around the country, by the way, and um, these conventions are just a lot of fun um, and uh, meeting people of this kind of mindset. Um, bottom line is, um, you know, a party is a party and it's a uh, it's a place where people get to join. And we to bring this to a close. It's kind of like there's a TV show and I'm dating with some the that's OK. Uh, cheers to um, people who are in their own appointed cheers. What cheers. Was a, uh, oh, I remember there.
0: Cheers very well. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So there, there was a great song that was the opening, uh, I believe also called the song that um, fits, uh, I believe, words something along the lines of uh, where everybody knows your name. And that's what we give the, uh, as you said, the security, uh, the, uh, the coach act, the bartenders, the uh, hostesses, um, everybody involved, uh, where uh, people are made to feel comfortable. And it could be a little bit, um, I think uh, at times we've we seen it where people walk in the first time, not always, but you know one out of X amount, whatever it is, and uh, the first time newbies, you know, they're kind of like, oh my god, what's happening? You know, it's so it's uh, you know how what is it going to be? And like immediately they feel relaxed, they feel us being relaxed, and they get the sense that we're there to help them. And um, it's um, it's a place where um, uh, I want to go into the healing where touch, whether it's physical or emotional, psychological, whatever it is, um, we must be touched. Uh there are there are studies that prove this, um, babies, mm-hmm. uh through it. but somehow as babies we should be touched, you know, but as adults we should not be touched. Obviously always yeah. consensually, folks consensuality always one hundred percent paramount thing consensuality. Um consensually that we're touching and being touched consensually um on both sides. Um consensual consensuality uh it is a healing thing uh and um if we're uh in 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 more need of that um we should move towards that not away from that right not here have people blocking us from that again which refers to freedom
0: right right no i totally agree i missed the day and that's why i was so happy i found your place because um during COVID, because i have you know i have bad lungs i i kept the whole time during COVID, I had to be extra careful and I couldn't be around people, yeah. but I missed, um, I quit dancing yeah. a long, long time ago from clubs, but I quit because some of the best clubs I worked at had issues. For instance, I worked at Crazy Horse 2 and then these corporate clubs came about and I was getting shook yeah. down by the bouncers or the managers, spot. plenty of sexually harassment or whatever. And it was a breath of yeah. fresh air when I found your spot because- Um, Everybody, like you said, from the bouncers, I felt that welcoming feeling. And then I met the other girl, all the girls were just lovely. And that was what I personally needed, because I missed um, that whole environment of the, you know, of being a stripper. And You know, seeing the different regulars that come in and having the drinks and talking with them. And I missed that aspect of in-person. And then with the pandemic, yes, the OnlyFans came about and everything. But still, you know, I was yearning for, you know, just to be able to talk to somebody. Or believe it or not, the biggest thing for me is I missed... The other, um, I'll say sex workers in general in person, but it's something about being able, you know, some of the girls that you have, the lovely, you know, individuals you have working there, they're very nice, full of personality. And I'm like, I miss this because the online world is so different. you got all these chat rooms or you've got, there's something called telegram and you have all these personalities and people, but it's nothing like in person. And you, you're right. You've got that cheers aspect of go to a place where, you know, where everybody knows each other's name and you're doing a good job incorporating that and making, um, different people feel very welcome. And what I was impressed with because, um, Uh, I had to mask my ethnicity for so long for my career. I had to dye my hair blonde. I had to blend in um, for the stereotypical one because I started dancing in the late 90s. And you welcome all, you know what I'm saying? I've noticed it's all different um, a variety. You know what I mean? That you... You don't do none of this. Uh, oh, let me see you walk. Or you, you know what I'm saying? Some of the things that I've encountered in the past with uh, establishments yeah. and strip clubs, you're very open and, and have a very, the girls are just absolutely lovely and beautiful too, I have to say. And that's coming from a female working it. So um, yeah, yeah, you're you're doing a very good job. And I love um, when you do first hire somebody, the talk you have with us um yeah because it's unlike a talk that I've had anywhere else and it's a much um I don't know if you're comfortable sharing but I was I was like wow I was very very impressed um Mm. you know what I mean with the with the talk that you have with us beforehand and how upfront you are because um you know it's a business where it's consensual on both parties and um you let us know like hey you don't want to be here, leave. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And sometimes that needs to be said opposed to, um, you know, clubs where I've been in clubs where, okay, you want to leave, you need to pay this amount of money. And I've worked my five or six hours that was required by the law. And they're like holding you down. And I've even had bouncers in the past extort money from me, like There was one, I actually sued a club in California and I'll share you this story. Um, I was leaving. I had a horrible night, made zero money and I had an extra bag and the bouncer kept it. Well, the next day I had a little bit of a better day and I tipped everybody out and the same bouncer came to me and said, you're not, I go, Hey, can I get my bag? I didn't get it. And he goes, you're not getting it. You need to give me this amount of money. And I go, well, and I told him because he had no problem the night before I said, You told me, Hey, you understood. You saw me make no money. And he goes, no, you have money today. Give me money. Like he demanded it. He goes, you're not getting your stuff until you give me X amount of money. And I went to the manager. I went to the manager of that particular club and I said, Hey, he's starting to extort me. This was just the manager wasn't the owner and he and he got like that manager I'll never forget he got real cocky with me and I don't know if he was on drugs or drinking but he went off on me he went off on another um this, man, this manager even went off on a um a good client that used to tip all the girls like totally went off yeah and yeah. I left the club and I'll be honest I sued the club and I won I they, I settled out of court because no you know, it wasn't like I was making like a $1,000 this following day. I only, I remember the second day I worked, I only made like a couple hundred and I paid everybody right. accordingly, but now right. they're, they're holding something that is mine. And that is extortion. You know what I mean? On for payment yeah. for money I didn't yeah. make, you know what I mean? And we all have our bad days in the business, you know, we all, it's, of business, course. Of course. yeah, but, but, um, you know, females should be respected and females should respect may- other people. You know, both it the respect goes both ways, you know, um, I feel like too. And and when you when you treat yeah. people good and you're up front, you know, you're gonna get a good set of people working for you and they're gonna respect you and your wishes too as well. I feel like. But uh I've been through that, you know. Um and your yeah. place was a, a the, fre- the breath of fresh air I needed after COVID because I'm with this podcast, I also am trying to retire. And uh you yeah. know what I mean, uh get yeah. myself out of the business too, because it's time is too. Yeah, sure,
1: sure, sure. It's uh you know, time for time for everything. Yeah, thank you for your so many kind words in this conversation. And, um And I I, I appreciate the the testament to things. Um, So in the way we approach it, um, a few things, just a few things you said, uh, there is a, a diversity, not because it's, Again, remember, uh, when I say, remember, please, folks, remember, I'm not stepping on these political toes. Um, I, okay. I, I don't care if anybody's on the left or right. Uh, to me, all people are beautiful. When I say all people are beautiful, it doesn't mean that everybody's acting beautifully. It means that... Um, Potentially, we all can be beautiful. And if we're not being beautifully, we can act more so beautifully. So, that uh, being said, right or left, whatever, uh, I really, that has no meaning to me as far as when I'm an individual. Uh, absolutely not. So, sure. um, so yeah, everyone's welcome. And, and um, as far as the um, quote unquote speech that you were talking about, uh, that I give uh, to all new girls before uh, they uh, engage uh, at our parties uh meaning start to actually work there um the number one thing that i want them to understand is that um they can do what they want with their lives uh, that this particular place that experience um every thursday night 8 p.m until 2 a.m <laughs> at experience Okay, yeah that um it's voluntary um these are our bodies and what we do with our bodies is entirely up to us, or at least it should be, um, and that the door is right there and always open. Um, why? Because um, th- this what happened to you is just uh, really um, it's horrible, um, and th- this is exactly kind of the, you know, kind of dark side of business that we don't want to see. We don't, I mean, in general, as in we, as a you, I, and beyond you and I, anybody who is... Um, uh you know of the light so to speak and that's not a spiritual statement just like all the light in a generic sense uh that uh the door is right there and leave now or leave any moment you feel comfortable and and i don't tell them what to do I'm saying in my opinion if you're not comfortable here and or generally in this business you should not be here um i'm not telling them um, what to do i'm just sharing my opinion which is my right uh and uh, the girls, as you they can feel it, they, they they understand immediately that we're not about any sort of harassment, duress, pressure, whatsoever. Um, uh, anyone is, I mean, is uncomfortable, uh, they absolutely should leave. It very, very rarely, I can't believe even happening. However, you know, if it did, you know, please leave. Um, so... These people who had done these things, such as holding your possessions and, uh, you know, whatever. No, these are actually illegalities, uh, at least potentially. Uh, so uh, and that's also why um, um, us adult lawyers, uh, not many of us, but those who practice law, we have expertise in protecting um, um, sex workers. Uh, and let's just say adult performers, uh, yeah, because people have sex workers, they think it's all about sex. No. Um, If one's doing a lap dance that is uh, a sex worker now, they would say, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. But if we want to put in a larger, uh, um, let's say a colloquial uh, verb, sure, we could say um, adult workers or um, uh, just any attainment field. The attainment field can include, you know, sensuality and eroticism, that kind of thing. Somebody's doing um, an erotic show for others. There's that. That is covered under the umbrella. Yeah. Um, so, um, whether, you know, it's lap dance or something beyond that, you know, a, uh, uh, somebody who's working in a, uh, more quote unquote, you know, sexual environment, that's fine. Um, so, uh, you know, when we're doing this kind of work, um, and people, um, uh, security, when they start saying things to us, such as, well, you know, you owe us money, holding your possession. Well, this is, besides the obvious. Um, apparent, evident, uh, possibly evident um, aspects of breaking the law. There, there are um, just um, wrongs there. I mean, it's, it's kind of like you know a, a line of humanity that should not be crossed. And I think we all can agree that there's a line of reasonableness that we uh, we all should abide by, and uh, we should not go around to each other to use an outrageous example, which of course is. Uh, outrageous yes however we do it for making a point a point as like a punch we should not go around punching people in the face right okay right. so right unless it's an extreme circumstance of self-defense where somebody has been blocked into a situation where if they don't punch they're going to get physically uh harmed or even killed then yeah at that point um also being a self-defense uh Student my whole life and now teacher. Um, yes, I would say, in my opinion, because the opinion, uh, defend yourself, but you know, just, but of course, only when necessary. So um, there, there are parts of the business for sure, and and security too. You know, it's just going there for a second. Um, we have security, licensed security, who are all um, beautiful people. And uh, you know, two, um, two kind of like a tributary of a, a, a river there, a river that goes two ways there. One, um, even in work, um, if possible, um, I don't want to be around anybody who I don't feel resonant with. Uh, life is short, uh, and we all die. and It's not a popular topic, however. <laughs> yeah folks, you know, we all die. So, you know, the more you're aware of that the more you're going to be uh, free of fear and the more you're going to live your life as opposed to uh, living with this uh, kind of like program that's got subliminal. We're there because we all know we're going to die. So what, when you wake up to that, you realize every moment is precious. And so, um, people we are around, uh, at work, uh, if possible, if, if it's possible. And, um, we want to be positive people who we feel good about now of course many people do not have that luxury and I understand that I'm not saying in any Pollyanna way that oh, you know, go work anywhere you want you know a person who's working in a um, uh, uh, an industrial city uh, where uh, they have he or she have five children six children whatever and uh, you know people are these motivational speakers which I am one of them by the way also motivational speak motivational speaking um, where, well, you could do whatever you want in life and you could, you know, open a Bay of Art uh St. Thomas, whatever, come on, you know, it's it's not realistic to um, some people, at least, right? I didn't say, of course, and it's a fact. Yeah, so some people are are stuck. And so uh, to hear these people ranting in their motivational speeches and, uh, you know, laws of manifestation and laws of retraction and all these laws, well, these laws are you know, very high, high foot concepts that, may apply to some, it also may not apply to everyone. So um, security is about feeling secure, right? It's more about the feeling of secure than, and not just about being secure. Um, Security's job is first and foremost, not to physically, um, potentially control people. It is to uh, make people feel secure. Doesn't that start with being friendly? I mean, you know, we've all encountered this in life, whether it's in a nightclub, a bar, yeah, uh, just different atmospheres like that, where security personnel, they um, they tend to be people who gravitate towards this because they're brutes. And uh, it's just a fact. I mean, uh, you know, I love uh, people, but again, you know, some people not being as beautifully as they could potentially so, I think we right. you know. Again, it's not a political statement. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go just a little bit in here and throw the ball back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a war in a sense going on these days about you know whether the police are good or bad. You know the whole defund the police, don't defund the police, whatever left and right go back and forth. So um, uh, so you know, look uh, to say that police are bad, it's not reasonable. To say that police are all good right. is not reasonable. So being right. in the legal field. And before that, uh, I, I did not have the cleanest, uh, life, you know, I, uh, it a word, uh I was not a Cub Scout in my whole life. I was an actual Cub Scout. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've encountered the police on both ends, uh, the lawyer and the counselor, and then the pre-council days, I counted them that way. Um, there's good and bad in there like everywhere else. However, um, It's a job where people are given um, a shield and a gun, and it is, um, it's maybe possibly think about it, the most powerful job in the world. Uh, You have power to stop um, people in their tracks, uh, whether it's a pedestrian or vehicle, uh, Mm -hmm. bicycle, uh, you know, car, whatever. You have power to arrest, you have power to um, hold, you have power really in a sense to kill. Of course, it should never be done unless again, absolutely absolute is an absolute term, absolutely necessary. And we see, yes, we do see too many cases where police are um, overstepping their boundaries of this immense power.
0: Right. Um,
1: so when, when it comes to whether it's um, security in a club, like ours, or security in the sense of societal security, um, I do think that there is something we stand for um, as a um, as a society, as a culture. We, we, we um, could at least look at that without triggering police uh, insecurity and immediately becoming sensitive that um, we could potentially at least be looking at um, making sure that we're hiring the right people for these, for these jobs. Um, in the end, when people have power like that, misuse of power, um, we're abused, whether it's in a club like what happened to you. And that is a form of abuse. Uh, yeah. Or it's of course you know with um, you know for the police officer who is not here, she is not being um, responsible with that immense power. Uh, it's a form of abuse, and uh, we don't want that. We want um, you know a, a nice encounter, and uh, you know as long as we're us ourselves, of course, and um, you know uh, it should it should make feel secure, not not secure.
0: Right, right. Yeah. No, exactly. I've worked with different bouncers, and again, for me to go back to Mons Venus. Joe Redner, um, when I worked at his clubs, which I'll be honest, uh, you're, you have the same energy with the bouncers too over there. They're not really bouncers. They're there, um, but they're not like, uh, they're friendly. Like when I worked at Mons Venus, he didn't have them in any type of uniform. He basically had them there. They were hanging out. It, yeah. You would think they were sometimes a customer. They were They were so yeah. good and hidden, but- yeah. We never had issues because it wasn't this like muscular meat head that's ready to fight or, or mad right. dogging somebody else. It was a very, right. Right. um, the bouncers Joe Redner always had were like, they were your friends. And I personally, yeah. the whole time I ever worked there, I never saw any issues, um, at Mons Venus because he had a, uh, Joe Redner had a similar, um, just like you, like, you know what I'm saying? You have Ray, who's a bouncer. That's who I met. And he's friendly. Right. He's right. kind. He's talking to the other customers. And as a female, yeah. I personally feel very safe when there's somebody there. Now, they don't need to mad dog me. They're not mad dogging anything. But it's yeah. it's a security for female um, performers like myself just to have somebody there. And it's good. And you're right. It's And I've noticed in certain clubs, um, it gets to their head and you know they get this the, the wrong, yeah. same thing with the police what you were saying and again we're not talking politically yeah. there's something to be no. said when somebody is um you know they get that power in their head you know and they take yeah. it for granted and i i personally have experienced that in multiple clubs mostly clubs that are big corporations um where the owner yeah. isn't present yeah. And nowadays, what's really sad, what is happening is a lot of businesses now cannot run like the way they used to back in the day, unfortunately, you know, due to taxes and different policies and, uh, you know what I mean, the best clubs I've ever worked at were private owners.
1: Yeah, it, it, the irony, right? That you think the larger uh, corporate um, org- organizational um, clubs and such uh, would be places where this would not go on. However, many times it is where it goes on even more so, which really to me is a great irony. Um, and in general, not not always the There's No, there is no um, no perfect. Uh, you know, we'll back up. I was going to say. This world is imperfect, and I think that people um that were were sold a bit of goods in a sense wherein we see these movies tv shows uh commercials um you know now it's going into of course uh um uh, based uh more so um where this there this there is this idyllic uh, uh construct uh paradigm mm-hmm. archetype of this is um how life should be you know where everyone's smiling and everything's wonderful well i mean folks we all know that that's not um generally and uh, you know, of course these should be moments that happen and god will uh and when i say god by the way by all means again it's not data uh, you know anyway um preaching uh so um, feel free to if i speak uh, spiritually uh, to try anything spiritual i'll say with whatever least one we have and that's that's fine freedom of choice as well right um so, yeah, it's um, uh, when we are encountering um, uh, these kind of organizational or larger corporate uh, facilities, we're expecting a certain kind of duty from them. Uh, they do have a duty, and many times they're not meeting that. Um, and, and it comes back to, um, well, when you said that the girls we have are uh, beautiful people, and they are. Uh, now, when I say that, I'm not speaking in a global sense, I'm speaking of that in a sense that um, we have uh, terrific uh, event coordinators, uh, which is key, who do the screening process and um, they do the best they can to pre-screen to make sure these girls are not just uh, highly attractive, but um, that they also are highly attractive in the sense of their personalities, that they're friendly and amiable, uh, that, in that kind of sense, um, because um it's not we want to offer um uh, i keep using that word healing you know it's kind of like a holistic um party in a sense where when work one comes in one's needs sure uh, if one wants beauty eye candy and uh you know beauty in a sense of physicality whatever that may be uh that's there um however if um Getting a bad um, vibe and dive uh, and attitude from the females, which is what happens in a lot of we all, if we're guys out there, uh, you know, particularly, and, and you females working in these clubs, you know that there are a lot of girls there who are just about the money. You're, yeah, it is at the end about money. However, it doesn't mean that we have to be unfriendly or uh, obnoxious the whole, uh, uh you know handling people and just making them feel uncomfortable come on this is not what it's about it's about right. um passing along um our good, good feelings um and this whole business i mean i see it um is a part of my life also where i do um body mind spirit counseling um and i put that in here um and I think that a lot of people who are in the adult field don't realize that they are, in fact, healers, um, that they are doing something that is healing. And um, that that part of it, of course, starts with just being the baseline friendly um, and making people feel um, welcome. Uh, And that permeates everything in the business when it's done the right way. And we just feel it when you walk in the door. Some places have like that. Feeling, it's just like, yeah, I know it's just want to be, yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. no, I, I know that feeling what you're saying because I've worked at certain places before in my I've worked at a lot of clubs, and I've been in some clubs where you're like, oh, something's off, or um,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: there was even a club in Queens that I went to check out, and they gave me mm. such a run around, and I was like, what, like. It was such an unnecessary run around. And then I found out from other girls like, oh, they do that. And and uh, then you've got to do this. And then you got to kiss this one's That like, it's like a whole, uh. <laughs> like a whole way. I'm like, wait minute what's going on and now I've seen where um this has been recent this is not my time um some clubs are requiring girls to have so much social media in order to work and that is something totally Mm -hmm. new to me um because you know um social media came about later on and um It was, I actually, I got in trouble one time at Spearman Rhino for, I brought in a guy from Myspace. I'll never forget this. And they took me in the office and they go, what are you doing? Why are you bringing him in? And um, a bouncer reported a bouncer that got mad. He didn't get enough money from the customer tipped him a hundred dollars and he, and I made 600 and the bouncer wanted a cut of what I made after my client tipped him. And I got in the office and I'll never forget getting in trouble for bringing in somebody in my space. And I told the manager, I go, thank you. Next time, I'm just going to meet him in a hotel room since you have an issue with this. So it's kind of funny. I got like in trouble for bringing in somebody from social media. Now these clubs are requiring that. And it's just like, nobody wakes up and has like a hundred thousand followers in the beginning. So this is how are these
1: getting
0: these social medias in the beginning? You know what I'm saying? Like, and some girls may want to just you know, I've worked with girls that, you know, they want to go to school and they want to keep private. So, um, yeah. you know, it shouldn't be your whole life is consumed with sex work or or you need this for, you know, I'm all, That's right. That's yeah. So, um, what's great is, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? You don't have these new requirements that these establishments are doing and in placing on girls. Um, So yeah, Mm -hmm. I give your place five stars from the dancer point of view (laughs)
1: and
0: from from the customers. So you are going to be talking at every Exotica and what is some of the stuff you're going to be lecturing about now when you go to the next Exotica? I will be there in Chicago too, by the way.
1: Oh, wonderful. Yeah, Yeah. so it's, um, it's so important that people in the adult realm that they whether whatever aspect it may be and that also goes for the way for the people who are on the selling end of things and people who are on the, pr- the production end of things not just performers uh mm-hmm. people who are uh in the business end of things so there's so many of course various aspects of, of this a larger sense of the business of the of adult law mm-hmm. that um that we that we know that the, they were always in a sense um uh in need of uh keep, keeping keep your card up at all times in, in, in our self-defense world that um sure it can be beautiful and it can be um just absolutely wonderful uh insofar as um the experience we can have at the same time uh there are a lot of legal pratfalls there so we may have issues um uh, that we wind up going into because we, we are, we're ignorant. Ignorant is not a bad word, but people hear that word, ignorant, like, what are you saying, ignorant? It's usually, it's, you're effing ignorant, and it doesn't mean that at all. It means that if um, people are um, um, just not knowledgeable, and we're not knowledgeable about the law. We wind up making mistakes later can be costly, not just costly, monetarily, uh, closely, um, to our lives. Right. Yeah. And so, it, it, you know, it's kind of like the car mechanic. Um, so usually he, but turn the and that's one of the beautiful thing. Um, so if we go there, when it's a small problem, it's going to be, you know, a hundred dollars, whatever music number. And if we wait until it's a larger problem, it's going to be a thousand dollars or again, fill in the blank. And, um, so, Thing with us adult law attorneys, um, come to me now before you start and uh, make sure you're educated and at least the baseline things. As opposed to, well, now somebody has my imagery, uh, whatever it may be, uh, is is now being used somewhere, and we have to try to take it down. And I tried, and um, it's uh, now it's going to be more problematic. So there are a lot of uh, laws involved and as well, most of us entertainment lawyers, but all, um, we, we get involved and tell people to understand money uh, in the sense that what do we do with this money now? Um, so if we are blessed and we have 100,000 uh, followers and such, uh, or more or less. So, you know, some much more, um, it's going to be a flow of money, which is a true blessing. Uh, however, you know, what do we do with that money? um you know, how do we shelter it how do we legally um uh pay taxes in a way that's most uh, helpful for us uh you know if you want to overpay the government by all means have at it. you know i'm not saying not to do that if you want to donate it to the government by all means, donate the whole thing that's up to you uh generally though i think most humans you know we would agree that we want to pay as well as possible legally of course always legally and that comes into uh, forming corporations and uh uh, trust and possibly uh, you know, foundations and uh, uh, trade associations and whatever it may be. So uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, legwork that can be done there um, and, and, and just in general, the um, sex workers need to understand that when they're giving their likeness to another human being, uh, there's, some, there's some serious things going down here um and and you need to know what the dmca is what 2257 is what these uh statutes and some common law so just real quick a little uh, legal education on that so the united states runs on analytically two different highways one the common law so common law comes from england uh goes back uh many 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 hundreds of years um so uh it's called precedent. So when a case is decided uh, to get a little soupy, but I'm going to make it simple. Um, Generally, uh, a case that's decided previously uh, will have effect or control on a case that's currently being decided according to the hierarchy of where the case is being decided. In other words, where, um, if it's at the same level court or above, or that would be either uh, highly influential or controlling, is at a lower level, it could be at least potentially influential, but not necessarily, uh, but it will definitely not be controlling. And then we have statutory, and statutory uh, people may say, I know what that means, well, oh, do we? Um, that's legislative. So um, the legislature, whatever that may mean, could be a uh, literally a legislature as in a Congress, uh, whether that's a state and, uh, or a, a federal level, uh, they will construct a law, and if it's uh, voted at both houses and signed by the executive branch. That would be the president or the governor, whatever it may be. Uh, now we have a law. So P.C. Uh, 5.7 would be an instance of the U.S. statutes, um, the federal statutes, where that controls generally with the state laws. And then we get into conflicts of laws and then use where to keep that very short and uh, user friendly. And by the way, my speeches are uh, designed to be humorous, if not historical rock is mm-hmm. real law and um and when i say design it is an aspect of my personality no hubris invented by that um that uh we make law um uh, user friendly and user um hearable and and feelable and, uh <laughs> tactile type thing where i don't know why people in fields uh, they come out with, um, with lawyers, doctors whatever it may be. And they need to speak artifice. Artifice means, uh, you know, kind of like a, a generic form of words that they use in a particular field. There's no reason to use um, these type, these um, you know wordy words um, in general. Uh, so why can't we speak in a way that um, this ethnic wall over here, this damn wall there, you know, and that's the mouth Where just you know it's causing issues, right? So. Um, There is just a whole world of things to understand legally, uh, not just as a performer, but on all the different um, aspects and areas of the the field that people um, should spend time and, and in my opinion, money uh, before the fact or if not, then we we can only start in the moment. We can't do anything but be in this moment. So if we didn't do, let's say, the best thing before, We can start doing it now, at least as best as we can in this moment, right? So we can't, we have no
0: control of the Yeah. Now, if any of my listeners is listening and they would like to hire you, (laughs) would you like to share your information here for them? Of course. Yes. So uh,
1: if you wish to reach uh, us, uh, when I say us, it's a, it's a law firm, and uh, we are now by bi- locating in Florida as well, and um, all the states and uh, Arizona for Nevada and uh, California for LA generally, but, but but we also cover people throughout the 50 states. Uh, the website is entertainmentlawlawyer.com, and I would be very happy and glad to uh, speak with you about any of your needs, and uh, we always help. We're very helpful up front and uh, transparent. Uh, my name is, again, is Angelico Diamante. And um, we are here um, for you also, not as a law firm, but let's call it a friend you haven't met yet. Um, because the same energy, kind of like the same vibe of the party, it's, um, we don't come at people as lawyers. We come at them as, uh, we're all human in the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're human beings, who so just simply have um, more expertise in the legal field, which is why we charge, so. uh, and rightly so. And we've got expertise. We want um, to help protect you and your rights, and you should be, because uh, the world is 't a perfect place, and um, we can continue to try to make it a better place, than we should. However, until it's made uh, perfectized, and uh, good luck with that, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that, uh it can be made of course much better and we should all strive to that um perfect and you know i think it's an ideal goal we should shoot for that but and i'm not so certain that that is a possibility but uh yeah sure look you for the stars and we we'll land on the moon that's not how bad. Mm-hmm. so um so entertainment and um yeah uh, feel free to engage and uh you know we'll, we'll we, we love to engage and i answer questions and uh and just um, you know, we also all are, good, are very good at uh, help people to educate themselves. And you should be educating yourselves, by the way. Um, yes, yes. A lot of information. The internet is a beautiful thing. It really has opened up so many realms of uh, information for all of us. So, it all means so you know, you look up things before you do things, so you don't wind up in trouble. Where now, you know, we're really going to have a hard time getting out of that trouble meaning hard time in the sense yeah. of where, uh, bottom line is expensive. Okay. So,
0: mm-hmm. You know, that
1: is hundred, a hundred than a thousand I'm using just, you know, figurative numbers.
0: Right. Course. Yeah. No, um, sometimes it's good, good. It's yeah. always good yeah. to consult with a lawyer. It's good to have a lawyer in the family. I know that. Um, yeah. but if you don't have one, if you're not blessed with anybody in the family, um, Then, you know, get familiar with different lawyers, but also, so now if anybody wanted to go to the experience, um, the one we were talking about earlier, could you share that website and if any, um, performers are looking to go and try it out, they happen to be in the Manhattan area. Can you share that information as well?
1: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So the parties are located in Manhattan. Uh, they are every Thursday, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. The, uh, the party's called Experience. So uh, feel free to look it up. And also the website, specific website is experienceparty.com. Uh, a lot of great information there. Just a terrific staff who also uh, has an email there experience uh I'm sorry, yeah, you know, what is email? You know, the experience party at gmail.com. I don't do anything, I delegate so much here, so <laughs> I forget these things. The experience party at gmail.com And uh there's just a beautiful beautiful um uh, uh aggregate of people who are there to help uh, uh people other people who uh want to have a beautiful experience so we'll experience a more beautiful life. Yeah and it's not a beautiful thing. Or an Italian una cosa bella mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well thank you so much for coming on. Um, get Schooled. It's been wonderful talking to you. All right. Thank Do you. you know. as
1: well. You're welcome.